The Four Laws of a Shaman. The first says, the person who comes into our life is the right person. In other words, no one comes into our lives by chance. All the people around us who interact with us are there for a reason, to make us learn and advance in each situation. The second law says, what happens is the only thing that could have happened. Nothing but nothing, absolutely nothing that happens to us in our lives could have been otherwise, not even the most insignificant detail. There is no, if I had done such a thing, such another would have happened. Nope. <laughs> what happened was the only thing that could have happened, and it had to have been so for us to learn that lesson and move on. Each and every one of the situations that happen to us in our lives are perfect, even if our mind and our ego resist and do not want to accept it. The third says, any time it starts is the right time. Everything starts at the right time, neither before nor after. When we are ready for something new to start in our lives, then that is when it will begin. And the fourth and last one, when something ends, it ends just like that. If something ended in our lives, it is for our evolution. Therefore, it is better to leave it, move on, and advance already enriched by that experience. I think it is not by chance that you are reading or listening to this right now. If these words came into our lives today, it's because we're prepared to understand that no snowflake ever falls in the wrong place. Author and artist unknown. Greetings and blessings, dear friends in the spirit 111. It's Eddie Luisi. How are you? How was your two weeks? Yep, that's right, two weeks. I was off last Sunday for Easter Sunday. Um, if you celebrate Easter, I hope you had a really wonderful day and a wonderful week. So today's theme I am calling No Snowflake Ever Falls in the Wrong Place. <laughs> you heard that at the end of the reflection on the four ways of a shaman, the four laws of a shaman. So this is episode 13. I'm recording it on Sunday, April 16, 2023, season five. Holy mackerel. So I am going to continue with daily practice, sacred reading, and meditation. People say, what is the sense of our small effort? They cannot see that we must lay one brick at a time, take one step at a time. A pebble cast into a pond causes ripples that spread out in all directions. Each one of our thoughts, words, and deeds is like that. No one has a right to sit down and feel hopeless. There is too much work to do. And that was received from Dorothy Day. Okay, this is from Science of Mind. It's called Uniquely Gifted, Uniquely Called. 
Everything is an expression of the one perfect power and presence that is spirit. There is no separation. Therefore, the universe is a perfect, self-supporting system. Nothing is extraneous. Nothing is lacking. God gives to God what is needed by God from the infinite supply of God. Enter you, uniquely, wondrously gifted you. Everything about you is right. Everything that has occurred in your life is an invitation to discover the true power of your being. When you place yourself consciously in this perspective, life will open to you as never before. You will begin to see that what you thought was a character flaw actually shaped you beautifully in becoming compassionate toward others who struggle. You will understand that you are given your particular gifts and talents because there are others who benefit from your willingness to use them. You are uniquely called. You are uniquely gifted. Someone once said, Spirit doesn't call the equipped. Spirit equips the called. By your simple willingness to show up in authenticity, you will be supported and guiding by divine creativity and intelligence. Everything is happening for you, not to you. You will be given exactly the right opportunity to, opportunities to shine your light and help others discover their unique and precious gifts. Be yourself as fully and freely as you can and see how big and beautiful and blessed your life becomes. And the affirmation is, I am a blessing. I am willing to be my authentic self more fully and more freely than ever before. I step boldly into this life as my true self, and I am met by love, by power, by peace, and by joy. Oh, I got joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Okay, stop singing that. Uh, <laughs> this is from dailyword.com. Unity, create. I am a powerful creator. When I feel an urge to create something new, I call upon the divine ideas that enable me to shape my life in positive, healthy ways. I draw upon thoughts of vitality and feelings of vibrancy when formulating my health and fitness goals. I call upon thoughts of love and feelings of connection when I want to create deeper relationships. I recognize that I can positively influence conditions in my community and in the world when I use the imaginative power of my mind to help bring into manifestation a world of fairness, opportunity, peace, and joy for all. Through my creative thoughts, words, and actions, I give shape to my life and impact the world around me in positive ways. And from John 1.3, all things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. I'm going to read another thing from Unity. This was a booklet during Lent, 
And I like this one little reflection, so I'm going to read it now. In the Easter season, it's called I Let Go of Resistance. And this is from Reverend Kelly Isola. The phrase resistance is futile has been around for decades. Often it can imply we are being spiritual we aren't being spiritual and need to learn to go with the flow. While we do at times need to learn to flow, what if resistance is something to embrace from time to time? When confronted by oppression, anger, fear, and the like, sometimes I react defensively. Other times I react by disengaging or turning off my light. These are the times to engage resistance, not to deny how I am feeling, but to resist those reactions and choose love instead. Because the moment I do, I have to let go of whatever is not life-affirming. Love is the greatest form of resistance. Love is always present, waiting for a spark to ignite it, waiting for my heart to wake up and engage. By turning to love, we claim our inherent worth and dignity. And the affirmation is, when I resist with love, I am choosing life. I'm going to read from Neil Donald Walsh. On this day of your life, I believe God wants you to know, me too, that enthusiasm is half of the journey to success and all of the journey to joy. If you're going to do something, do it with gusto. Don't do anything half-heartedly. That dishonors the doing and the doer. So go for it. Hold nothing back in life or love or anything at all. You will not have to think but a second to know exactly why you received this message today. Trust that your inner goodness will rule this moment. Love, Neil Donald Walsh. This is a little reflection. Actually, I'm ending with this. But after this, I have a really nice picture that obviously you can't see because this is a podcast. But it's just this beautiful girl in this multicolored dress, kind of like floating <laughs> um, in, a, in a flower patch with this beautiful sky. It's just absolutely beautiful. If you want to see the picture, email me or message me and I'll send it to you. Okay, so I'm going to end with three minutes a day, Christopher Books, making people laugh. Oh, and I don't know if you get the three minutes a day book, but you should if you don't. Uh, my dear friend Tony Rossi is the editor-in-chief. Um, he writes over 250 of, the, of these reflections out of the 365 days. And a few days ago, um, I don't know if it was April 11th, but uh, he highlighted me. He used me in the book. <laughs> so thanks, Tony. It was really nice. And I called him up to thank him, and we chit-chatted. And my dear friend, Mr. Peter Vallone, um, who used to be the speaker um, in New York City. That's the second highest position. He's right. He was right under the mayor. He gave me a call. He said, Eddie, he said, I just read a reflection and you were in it. So uh, Mr. Malone reads uh, Three Minutes a Day, Christopher Books. Okay, so let's read it. And God bless you, Mr. Malone, your beautiful family, and your beautiful wife, Tina. 
T-E-N-A. She's in my thoughts and prayers. Always, always and forever. Making people laugh. A Southern belle named Sarah Coley once wanted to have a stage career and be just as famous as Katherine Hepburn. She studied acting and directed some shows, but she didn't win much fame until she developed a stage character. You might remember her as Minnie Pearl of the Grand Old Opry and TV's Hee Haw. Reflecting on how her stage career wound up being reflecting on how her stage career wound up being quite different from her imaginings, she said, I think the Lord intended for me to dedicate my life to making people laugh. I think that's one of the reasons I have gotten so much happiness out of it. There was only one Katherine Hepburn, but there was also only one Minnie Pearl. Her life was encouragement to all of us to be open to the possibilities of change that present themselves every day. Sometimes a change of plans can lead to great success. And the little prayer is, I pray that my ways will please you, God. How many of you know Minnie Pearl? Raise your hand. If you don't, check out um, Hee Haw, right? She was a staple in Hee Haw, and she had the hat with the little tag on the side, but she was wonderful. She was a blessing to so many people. So, dear friends in the spirit, 111, this talk was called No Snowflake Ever Falls in the Wrong Place. So, and they say each snowflake is um, its own individual. It cannot be duplicated. And you are an original, an original um, being created in the image of God. God dwells inside you. Um, so anything and everything that is happening in your life, good, bad, indifferent, it's supposed to. It's supposed to be happening, and we just have to learn the lesson of why this is happening. We have to try, even me, <laughs> um, to just stop and, and, and go within and find that love within and try to turn that circumstance around and... Be kind, compassionate, loving. I've been saying this for years. and um, But you, dear friends in the spirit, you are a special snowflake created by the divine, divine, created by God in a special, unique, and beautiful way. I think one of the reflections from science of mine was uniquely gifted. Let me see if I can find that page. Um but that's what you are, uniquely gifted, uniquely called. Yes, that's what you are. So dear friends in the spirit, one, 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 don't forget to share your faith with family and friends. Stay blessed and a blessing and cue the spirit. <laughs>